0: Let's be real here. hello, it is I your hostess D and also known as the entertainer and if you guys would like to skip this intro, go ahead. but for those of us who are new here, go ahead and keep listening. It is I your hostess D like I said, and today we'll we will be learning about either art or writing, whatever I decide to put this intro in front of and yeah. So, like always, we will be going over some of my life, some of my stories, and we'll even be going over some raw information as well. So, I hope to see you all throughout the rest of this podcast. Go ahead and follow me if you'd like, and yeah. So, I will see you all in it, and on to it. Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome back again today. Now, Today is kind of a sad day, um, well, today and yesterday were kind of sad days, and I'm going to explain why in a minute, but if you like me, if you want to support me and my podcast and my YouTube channel and all of my new endeavors, go ahead and tap on the first link down below to get grab 21 free comic templates, all you have to do is enter in your email, and then it will automatically send it to you through that email. Um, the link down below that is to my YouTube channel, where you get to see the creative side of me. Um, I currently only have the intro video up, but I'm- I'm working- I'm furiously working to try and get more stuff up. So anyways, let's get into this. So, um, today and yesterday are sad days. Um, my forest child, who you may know as, um, someone I mention from time to time, she's my best friend. um. Sadly, yesterday, her her pug passed away, and I just want you, I hope you all send best wishes to her and everything, because it's, that dog, um, and the dog's name was Otis, The that pug had been there for her ever since she was, like, really tiny, like, I don't know the exact age, but they basically grew up together. And so, it's one of those where she lost a really important part of her life, and so just send your best wishes, send prayers, whatever you like to send, I don't judge, but yeah, pretty sad time. Anyways, let's get into today's video, Enough, or video, <laughs> today's podcast, enough of the sadness, let's get into the good stuff. Now, this is going to be the last part of the Ultimate Character Writing Sheet thing, whatever. So, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get to that. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, the first thing on today's, uh, um, mini-list is secrets. Now, secrets are obviously, um, secrets that, you know, your character holds, whether it be about, um, Maybe they have a crazy side to their self, maybe, maybe something's been going on, um, who, who really knows? But, yeah, it's one of those where, you know, it can reveal a lot of things once the secret is shown. Um, oftentimes the secret is hinted at either throughout the show or throughout the movie or throughout the books, but isn't revealed until some, a qui- either a quiet moment before the climax, or um, or maybe a bit sooner than that, or the secret is ultimately revealed in the climax, which is like a character's like ultimate power or something. The next up is major character flaw. Now, yet again, we're getting back into some things that I personally added. So basically, a major character flaw. If you didn't know, um a major character flaw is something is a very high flaw that is demonstrated throughout the story. The reason why we need these kinds of flaws is simply because um uh we need our character to learn and to become a better person because while we do get hooked by the story of, you know, our guy going to get let's say the the hidden grail or something like that. I forget the actual name of it. The Ultimate Grail? I forget. Whatever, I don't care. Um, they go and get to, like, the Ultimate Grail, and they go after it throughout the story, and that's what initially gets us in there. But what keeps us going through the story, and what ultimately makes us love the story, is the character growth that's going on in the background of this whole entire thing. You know? And, um... Usually how I see this character growth happen is our character has a major character flaw. And, um, what ends up happening is, is if it's a movie, they start, um, at the beginning, they demonstrate the good parts of them as well as their major character flaw. Um, and, you know, we have to balance out how much they see both the major flaw and the good parts of their personality because otherwise the character can get both annoying and irritating. Because, you know, we're all like, yeah, yeah, I get it, he's a snarky butt, let's move on. (laughs) So, um, that's something to make sure you're not doing, is over, over over-exaggerating it. And, um, by the climax, we see, or right before the climax, either a big fight ensues between the guy and his team, so they split up. Or the guy goes off to sacrifice himself, which, whatever happens but either way he ends up at the climax and he's changed you know now in most stories and a lot of stories that we see these days they've changed for the better but a major character flaw can turn into what i like to call a fatal flaw in which or a deathly flaw i should say in which instead of becoming better they become worse and this deathly flaw ultimately kills our love for the character, because they either fully turn to the dark side or don't care anymore, things like that. Um, you can kind of see this demonstrated in the prequels in Star Wars, where we see Anakin was originally a good person, would was this close to overcoming his major character flaw, but then ultimately plunges deeper down into darkness. Making that major character flaw his deathly flaw. Which ends up leading to his end. Usually when this type of thing happens, that flaw stays. And there's no more transformation going on. Next up is minor character flaws. These are optional. These are just minor little things. um, That, you know, the character has. Whether it be like, I don't know, maybe they just... They really like to get high or something of that nature, you know, just something that's minor, you know, you plant the se- what ends up happening usually is you plant the seeds with these minor character flaws. And then when they come when they overcome their current major character flaw, one of these minor flaws then becomes the new major flaw. You know, that that um automatically comes out of them overcoming their first flaw. This is usually used for when, um, like, movies have sequels, or in the next season of a show, because oftentimes in the first season they transform, um, they get over their major character flaw, and then in the next season one of their minor flaws, or maybe a whole entire new flaw that springs up from the absence of the other flaw comes up. Um, our characters don't necessarily become perfect by the end of a movie series or a tv show or anything but they're definitely better than when they started the next one is well fatal flaw which is what i just talked about and yet again this is very optional um like i said uh, oftentimes the major flaw turns into a fatal flaw and the next one is something that um is kind of hooked to something else, so I'm gonna leave it for now. The next one is backstory. Now this one, um, yet again, this list, is uh, this worksheet, or whatever you wanna call it, is very unorganized. I would personally put this more up towards the front, like after we start describing what the character looks like. Simply because the backstory, it can often um, answer so many other questions once you've written down the backstory. Now you can either have um a very long and detailed backstory I would personally keep it short and sweet simply because um it's a character sheet we're not necessarily writing a prologue or anything like that yet so um I would like everything else on the on this list I keep it short and sweet at least as short and sweet as you can um but, yeah, backstory, I would definitely put it more towards the top simply because um it's one of those where you uh you kinda gotta <laughs> you kinda gotta have that first, okay, the last thing here um is any applied tropes in to this character now, this one is very unique it is very, very unique. And the reason why is because I have recently found a website, and I think it's one of the best things ever. Um, I may or may not link it down below, but either way, um, just go to TVTropes, um, org, and you will find one of the greatest things I've ever found as a writer. Now... TVTropes.org is basically, um, a site, a lot like the Wiki, or like Wikipedia, or something like that, but instead of it being about all of these random different things, it is instead purely, at least to my knowledge, purely about TV Tropes, and this has been most helpful, um, For example, the current page that I have opened is Identity Amnesia. And it basically describes, you know, Identity Amnesia in its full form. Um, it, I, it tells you, um, about other tropes that can also be applied to this. It also tells you about, um, uh sometimes it tells you about where this trope um originally came from. It gives examples in anime and manga and comedy and comic books and pro wrestling even and things like that and um you know you can definitely tell that the writers of these things are very fun people um but and another thing that it does is it gives you all of these links to other also related things, like, for example, because we're in Identity Amnesia, one of the, one of the things that is also here is a quest for identity, and if I tap on those words, it then takes me to this other page, still within TV Tropes, called Quest for Identity, and it basically gives you all sorts of tropes, all sorts of tropes, like, for example, um, At the bottom of the page here, we got amnesiacs are innocent, amnesiac costume identity, amnesiac liar, and things like that. And it also, in certain cases like this one, it also, you know, tells you that about how, you know, this is something that doesn't actually happen in real life and has been especially Hollywoodified and things like that. And it's got all of these other links to all of these other things to it, and I definitely recommend tapping on the links and everything, simply because um, it gets more and more specific the more you go along. And that's something that I find super, super awesome. And even if I'm not looking for a trope to apply to a character here, it still gives me ideas and it's very much something to look at whenever you're a bored writer and just want to have, like, an idea start spawning. Just just think of one of your characters and think of one of the tropes here and attach it to them. See what would happen if they had a jackal-and-hide nature or truth-and-tell-oh, no, not that one. <laughs> or fake memories or things like that, which are all the actual... These are all actual names of the links to the pages. They give them their own fun names, and things like that. And, um, just like in things like the wiki and stuff like that, um, you can make... you can make your own pages and things like that, but, um, I'm not sure what all that entails exactly, so you may want to look up stuff if you have a trope that hasn't been covered. But anyways, so, yeah, so that's basically what it's referring to when I say any applied tropes to this character. Just make sure to remember what site these applied tropes are from, because I'm pretty dang positive that each site and is going to call this different things, just like how I'm calling certain things, uh, just like how I describe or um, name things differently than um, I've seen them online, simply because it either makes more sense to me, or something of that nature. But anyways, I will see you all later, and goodbye!